بدر وعلى آله وأصحابه ذوي الاعتبار أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فقلت استغفروا ربكم إنه كان غفارا يرسل السماء عليكم مدرارا ويمددكم بأموال وبنين ويجعل لكم جنات ويجعل لكم أنهارا ما لكم لا ترجون لله وقارا وعن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال اصبروا فإنه لا يأتي زمان إلا والذي بعده شر سمعته من نبيكم صلى الله عليه وسلم صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين My most honorable ulama Hufaz al-Kiram elders and beloved brothers Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh The year 2020 came to a close We have now started 2021 And as our ulama say we should never say that 2020 was a bad year, but rather we should say 2020 was an unpredictable year. Everything happened by the will and the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But many things happened during this past year that perhaps we never thought in our lives would happen. So there were some regions in the world where perhaps some people thought it to be the ultimate holiday destination. It was a romantic getaway. And suddenly everything there just came to a cease and a standstill. And as they say, some places lost its magic. And at times they were millionaires, they were billionaires. And with all the power in the world and all the wealth in the world, they found it difficult just to take one breath. What a great ni'mat and bounty of Allah. For a person just to breathe in and breathe out, Allahu Akbar. We only realize the value of it in this past year. And at the same time, in this motion of unpredictability, there were some lucky individuals who at times the entire world looked down upon them because they were the cleaners of the Haramain Sharifain. And people at times felt it needy or below their dignity to even make salam with them. But suddenly the Haramain Sharifain got closed and these same individuals who unfortunately at times society looked down upon suddenly found themselves in the precincts of the Haramain Sharifain and they had ample time to make the ibadat and nobody was there to stop them. So in this year of unpredictability, let us understand one thing, the predictability of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that would always come through. Today I wish to share with you one hadith. And this hadith is narrated by Sayyidina Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu. That Sahabi whose mother put him in the khidmat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa from the age of eight. Right up until Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Mubarak demise, he was about 18 years. Ten years he served Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa And by the virtue of the dua of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Allah ta'ala granted him a lot of barakah in his life, barakah in his wealth, barakah in his children, etc. So he's seen a lot of things. He's seen the Mubarak era of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the prosperity of the zamana of Sayyidina Abu Bakr and Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, 
the challenging times of Sayyidina Uthman and Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, and time went by until eventually it was now the era of an individual by the name of Hajjaj bin Yusuf. So some of the tabi'een, they were looking for guidance because the challenges which they saw at that time, they never ever saw it in their life. Something perhaps you and I can relate to. A time has dawned upon us, perhaps our grandparents, our parents, ourselves, we never thought we would see a zamana in an era like this. Exactly the same thing happened during that time and during that era. So some tabi'een went to go visit this great sahabi, asking him for some advice. That, oh, Anas radiallahu anhu, you've seen the golden era of Islam, you've seen the unpredictable time of Islam, which is the way forward? So listen to the words of Sayyidina Anas radiallahu anhu. Anas radiallahu anhu just tells him, Isbiru, exercise patience. فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَأْتِي زَمَانٌ إِلَّا وَالَّذِي بَعْدَهُ شَرٌ Because no time after this is going to come except that it is going to be worse than the previous era. Exercise patience because I promise you whatever lies ahead is going to be worse than that which we saw previous to this. And he says, if you don't believe me, سَمِعْتُهُ مِن نَبِيِّكُمْ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ I heard this directly from the Mubarak lips of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So that's what you and I are faced with. And we can relate to it. 2018 came and we all thought that perhaps 2019 will be a better year. Alhamdulillah, for some of us it was better, but on a general scale it wasn't really a triumphant year. And then 2019 came to an end and we thought 2020 will be a better year. And we know the challenges of 2020. And like this, now we went into 2021. And yes, we do make dua. And we do really have high hopes in Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. And inshallah, 2021 will be better than 2020. It will have less challenges. But by the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just prepare yourself. Just prepare yourself because perhaps it will be worse than that. In fact, if you turn back the pages of time, and you look into the writings of the ulama of the 19th, or you could say the 20th of century. At the end of World War I, when the Uthmani Khilafat, the Ottoman Empire ceased to exist, it was broken down. Then many great ulama felt that, you know what, this is the lowest of the low of any time in era of the Muslim Ummah. We can't go lower than this. So some ulama even went to the extent of writing that perhaps in the next six months or two years, the Mahdi will be cited and get ready, the end of the world will now take place. That was about 100 years ago. And if you compare how it was in 1914, 1918, plus minus when the Uthmani Khilafat came to a seastal, and in today's time, the trials, the tribulations, the challenges we are facing is much more than that which they faced. So it's only going to get worse. But you and I as ummatis of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have the solution with us. How we can make things better for us despite the fact that everything around us is going haywire. And a simple way is that we look into the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, and we start off with Quran. Now, one of the primary, you could say, sources of our deen is Quran Sharif. Every person believes it is the word of Allah, wa ta'ala. We need inspiration. 
we need anything in our life, first look at Quran Kareem. And what does Quran Kareem tell us about difficult times, times of trials and errors? What should a person do? Turn to the 29th Jews of the Quran Kareem, Surah Nuh. Allah wa ta'ala speaks about the challenges which Sayyidina Nuh faced. He was the first Nabi and first Rasul whose primary da'wah was also to non-Muslims. Prior to Sayyidina Nuh everybody was Muslims. Any Nabi which came, Sayyidina Idris according to some narrations, Sheith etc. They came with advisors for the people. Nuh was faced with an unprecedented challenge. And what was that challenge? That people had now turned away from Islam and were now worshipping idols. Yaghuth, Suwa, Yaghuth, etc. All different idols the people made up. And not only that, Quran Sharif says when he gave the people da'wah, they used to pull their clothing one side, na'udhu billah, trying to say, oh Nuh, na'udhu billah, you are dirty man, don't come near us. Like how we would do for a street sweeper or somebody or the other, Allah Ta'ala protect us. And at the same time, what they used to do? They used to place their fingers in their ears. Why? Whatever Nuh, whatever you are saying, I don't want to listen to it. What challenges did Sayyidina Nuh face? But he gave the people the solution. My people, all I ask you to do is say, Ya Allah, I'm sorry. Make tawbah to Allah Ta'ala. Make istighfar to Allah Ta'ala. Just say, Istaghfiru Rabbakum. Make tawbah to Allah Ta'ala. Put your head on the ground. Lower your head. Lift your hands in dua. From the bottom of your heart. Say, Ya Allah, I'm sorry. Say, Ya Allah, I am sorry. When you will take that step and you will say, Ya Allah, I am sorry. Inna You will find your Rabb to be ever forgiven. Allah is waiting for us to turn back to Allah. Allah Ta'ala brings about these challenges. And I'm speaking to myself first and foremost. We just need to turn back to Allah. Now at times, we look at this concept of Tawbah. And we look at the highest form of Tawbah. And inshallah, we should try and reach that highest form of Tawbah. But as our ulama explained, that highest form of Tawbah is like the comrades marathon. And we look at those sportsmen busy running it and we say, yo, I will never manage that. So likewise, at times we hear about the stories of the Tawbah of great personalities in the past. And we feel, yo, you know what? I will never manage that Tawbah. But it has to start off somewhere. That person who's running the comrades marathon, he also started off by jogging around the block, etc. And slowly, slowly, he built himself up. Likewise, when we start off with our toba, inshallah, we will build ourselves up until eventually we are now able to turn in total toba to Allah Taala. And what is the starting point of toba? Ulama explained, just say, Ya Allah, I am sorry. Ya Allah, I am sorry. And with that one statement, Ya Allah, I am sorry, Allah Ta'ala is willing to forgive us for our entire life of sins. Because let us never forget, with all the trials and tribulations of this world, there's still a bigger imtihan which is taking place. And this is this ongoing war which we have with shaitan, with Iblis, who from the beginning of time took a qasam to Allah, 
Allah, I take a qasam. I will fill Jahannam with humanity and jinn. So from the beginning of time till now, he's still continuing with his war. And at times we lose track of ourselves and perhaps we fall into his clutches. Now to break yourself from the shackles of shaitan, just say, Ya Allah, I am sorry. And all is forgiven from the court of Allah. Ulama explain, shaitan, he's like a hunter. But he's no ordinary hunter. He's got many years of experience. He hunted the nation of Nuh alayhi salam, Hud alayhi salam, Salih alayhi salam, Lut alayhi salam, Shu'ib alayhi salam. And he's continuing with his hunt. In the same way a hunter, he has his prized possession which he aims for, which he tries to achieve. Likewise, shaitan has his prized hunt. And that prized hunt of his is the ummati of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The non-Muslim is not worried about those people, by the fadl of Allah, either they can get accepted in the court of Allah, but the way things stand, shaitan is not worried about them. Shaitan's all-out effort is against you and I. And he whispers something here, and he whispers something there. And he grabs us in a guna. At times it is drugs, at times it is womanizing, at times it is all different behayai, immoral actions, etc. And he's capturing us one by one, one by one. But look at the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala just says, make tawbah. Just say, Ya Allah, I am sorry. And if you say, Ya Allah, I am sorry, Allah Ta'ala wipes the slate clean. And not only does Allah Ta'ala wipe the slate clean, in Quran Sharif, Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam goes on to tell his people, إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدُكُمْ بِأَمْوَالِ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتِ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا He says, my people, you make tawbah. Not only will Allah forgive your sins, but rest assured, whatever trial and tribulation you face in this world, Allah Ta'ala will remove it. What does he say? And something we can all relate to in today's time and era. He says, يُمْدِدُكُمْ بِأَمْوَالِ he says, Allah will open up the doors of Rosie for you. We know the current economic situation. Three, four, five weeks of lockdown, eight, nine months later, we're still seeing the effects. Speak with the ordinary people, perhaps in our own circles. The person will tell you this year there was no bonus. Next year there's no raise. And there was only half of our wages. And we have to make do. And the businessman is realizing my customer, my clientele, they have shrunk because they don't have money. And everybody is guarding their wealth. Why? Because we don't know the predictability of the future. Allah Taala tells us in the Quran Kareem, turn to Allah, Allah will open up the economy again. Allah Ta'ala did not say I will open up wealth for you. Allah Ta'ala says different types of avenues of wealth Allah will open up for you. Perhaps you never thought wealth will come from this section and Allah Ta'ala will make it such it will come. وَبَنِينَ Allah will bless you with children. And not only that, وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتِيُ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا Allah Ta'ala will grant you safety and security. Literal translation, Allah will bless you with rivers. And Allah will bless you with abundance of gardens. This was financial security and this was, you could say, physical security for the people. 
Because when there was a river, the ulama explained, no enemy is going to attack you. Because you have to first build a bridge. So Allah Ta'ala promised them physical security. And Allah Ta'ala says, we will bless you with gardens. During that time and era, the gardens was regarded to be your financial security. So we want the economy to reopen. We want financial security. We want everything of the benefit of this world, of, this, of the qabr and the hereafter. The answer lies in Quran Sharif. Turn to Allah. Just say, Ya Allah, I'm sorry. And look how this world will change. Because Allah Ta'ala told us in Quran Kareem, Inna Allah la yughayyiru ma biqawmin hatta yughayyiru ma bi'anfusihim. Allah will not change the condition of people until the people themselves change. So Allah gave us good conditions. And Allah Ta'ala forgive me first and then perhaps the rest of the ummah as well. But perhaps we took these bounties of Allah Ta'ala for granted. Masajid was open. Madaris was open. Jalsas was taking place. Everything was running smoothly. And when we took advantage of it and we did not turn to Allah, Allah changed the condition. Allah brought about difficulty. Allah brought about challenging times. But now when we will turn back to Allah, then Allah Ta'ala has promised us in Quran Kareem, Allah will change its conditions once again. Don't take anything for granted, especially the sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Again, when we will turn to the teachings of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the teachings of Quran Kareem, and Allah Ta'ala will open up things for us once again. I conclude with a story which is mentioned in the books of Tafsir. Under the tafsir of the ayat, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجَا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ That person who will adopt this quality of taqwa, righteousness, they turn to Allah. Allah will make a way out for them. And not only will Allah make a way out for them, Allah Ta'ala will provide them from avenues where they least perceived. So the narration goes that once Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was sitting, and a mother, a sahabiyah, she came to visit Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Perplexed, anxiety, crying, depressed. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked her, Oh mother, what's wrong? She says, Oh Nabi of Allah, I have as we would term a young son, a teenage boy. I sent him to go play with a few friends. A few bandits got hold of him. They captured him and now I haven't heard from him. What was the reaction of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Send out a search party, send out notices. Nabi Karim said, Isbir, have patience. And when you will have patience and recite this dua, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Good and bad is all from Allah Ta'ala. There is no power and might except from Allah. Allah will make a way out from you. No questions asked. She goes home, she turns to Allah, she makes dua, she starts reciting this dua. Sahaba say not a long period of time passed except that the son was returned to her, subhanAllah. And not only did the son come back to her, the son came home with a few camels and a few merchandise. And he tells Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa when I was captured, I managed to fight my way through. I managed to take some of their possessions. Is that possessions halal for me? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa said yes. So where was the mother's concern? When she turned to Allah in his Nabi Kareem sallallahu and did what she was supposed to do, then look how Allah Ta'ala made it easy for her. We make dua that Allah Ta'ala grant us prosperity. Allah Ta'ala grant us safety and security. 
physically, health-wise, financial-wise, in any manner whatsoever. And Allah Ta'ala make it once again that the entire Ummah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam comes back onto complete deen.